That's a better intro than our last one. Let's go with that. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Beer and Bible. I am lead questioner, Neil, and architect, the guy who does all the work here. Yes. And this is Chris, the official super high-functioning alcoholic and official Bible reader, too. But tonight, I don't have to read any Bible unless I want to. Right. And so you've clicked on this, or maybe Not this saying is that it's you. a burden or anything. I mean, like, it's the Lord's word. It is. Put your word in your. Put my God's word in your GD mouth. <laughs> I don't know how this works. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not even going to ask you what you're drinking tonight. So, by the way, curtain pulled back. This is the the Wizard of Oz right here. Is that we record these in batches? And if you listen to podcasts, you're probably like, oh well, yeah, duh, everyone does that. Yeah. So my question to you, Chris, is how many IPAs are you in tonight? I am. I'm three in right now, and but I've been. I've been drinking water with it too. In fact, I think my statement a few minutes ago was like, I've got to quit this water because I have so much liquid in me. I can't stop going to the bathroom. Of course, I'm going to say the water's got to go instead of the beer. Right. It's, about, it's all about maintaining, maintaining Main- the level. It's maintenance. This is self-care. Self-care. <laughs> Welcome to 2024, January, and Chris is focused on self-care. Dry January. Wait, what the fuck? If anybody talks to me, no, I, I respect everyone's... Actually, I should probably have a dry January. It'd be called like a liver reset. But you know what? I went to my primary care recently. Yeah. Somehow, I actually like had to cover my eyes, and I told my wife to read my like results, and she's like, no, your liver actually looks good. I was like, yes, yes. Because I hadn't been to the doctor until last year, last fall. Not this past, but the one before that. I was like, I hadn't been to the doctor in 16 years. It Except does. from when I broke my leg, but they didn't run any panels. They were just like, oh, hey, you've got a broken leg. we got to fix this. Yeah. And that was it. That's usually how I do it. I treat it a la carte as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't need the full gambit. I just need, hey, this is what's bothering me. Well, how how often? Actually, I treat my car way better than I treat my body. <laughs> but, like I'll take my car to you and be like, here's the thing. Here's the noise it's making. <laughs> fix this. Well, you got these other problems. Chris, do I look like the kind of man that has that money? <laughs> has the money for that? Oh. Look, I just want to know, can I drive this through 48 states? <laughs> no, you can't. But if I were to drive it through 48 states. <laughs> you and my brother both. Same thing. <laughs> can I drive this 92 Volvo from one coast to the other? No, I highly <laughs> advise against that. Breaks down three times. One of them was two, like three hours away. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's God's signal. I don't know what that means, but it's like... it's like You did way better. You actually made it. To, uh, you, yeah, I mean, considering the miles that you put on that thing, yeah, yeah, you, you the repairs versus mileage, yeah, that you did, you did well. By the way, everybody, that car is still kicking. I mean, it's terminal. It's definitely terminal. <laughs> <laughs> but for around town hops, it's it's still doing its yeah task. Should should I start using this podcast to start selling my used car? <laughs> yeah. at this point. <laughs> Find me on Instagram if you want to buy a 2003 Subaru Forester that is great for around town, but you can't drive on the highway for more than 45 minutes. It's got some pretty f- fresh all-terrains on it. It does. And it's a manual. That's hard to find. Yeah. Nowadays. And a fairly new clutch. Yeah. I want to say it's only, the clutch is only a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> Reach out at Beer and Bible Show. <laughs> if you would need mountain biking uh, adventures as, as well, at Beer and Bible Show. <laughs> yeah. We got what you need. We got whatever yeah. you need. Beer recommendations, life advice. Yeah. We we're, got Bible facts. Both certified therapists. <laughs> can we get in trouble for saying that? I can't. I guarantee <laughs> we can. Yeah. Yeah. We, we can't say it anymore once we actually like start reaching people. Okay. <laughs>
I feel like we need to put a disclaimer at the like. Little did you know, there's a flashing disclaimer. Not actual therapist. <laughs> yeah. Not actual therapist. Anyways, so what I want to do is revisit the past two episodes. You're like, what? We just did two episodes. But like, if you're yes. sitting like, I don't. Why do we want to visit the past two weeks? What I want to bring up is the two big miracles of the loaves and the fish and Jesus walking on water, and how some people interpret those to be like, hey, this is not miraculous. Because if you are like the majority of the world, um, you might not necessarily believe that Jesus is a miracle worker. Uh, He is a good teacher with a couple either embellished stories or hoaxes, like little magician stuff. So one of the ideas is that when this little boy came up and and like, oh, we don't have enough food to feed the 5,000 people. And then this little boy comes up and he's like, I've got, I don't know why he's like Cockney accent. <laughs> he's got to be. He's yeah, got to be like gotta Tiny be. Tim. That's a ma- it, it fit. As soon as it came out of your mouth, I was like, that's exactly what he said. Yeah, he's like, like, it has to be. I've got my lunch here. <laughs> it's tiny got Tim. five loaves and two fish. <laughs> you mean fishes? Fish. That's the plural. That's how I imagine like the whole conversation. <laughs> yeah. like, like, I'm pretty sure it's fishes. No, Peter, it's, it's fish is fish. God, I couldn't imagine like kids nowadays. And I say kids nowadays, like an old fucking codger. My kids specifically, you know, being their eight and four year old selves, if like I can barely get them to eat fish sticks sometimes. They're they're all about bread though. I could send them out with a couple biscuits or rolls or whatever. Yeah, they'll devour that shit as long now, as this it is has. like this is barley because it's the time before Passover. Mm. So this would have been like a barley harvest. No, yeah. so it would have been like. Mm, not great. Like that whole wheat shit with the lumps in yeah, it? Yeah, like really dark brown. Like, mm. oh, it's like some pumpernickel. Yeah, maybe some pumpernickel. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my kids would not have... If I sent them out with that kind of lunch... Well, and I'm, But I'm getting to the point now where they're getting so picky. I'm just like, you're, you're going to eat it. You're yeah. Eat it. Started doing this tricky shit where I would like make them dinner and like they would, they just kind of pick at it. And then I'd like... Th- I, nothing goes in the trash, so either I'd clean up the plates myself. Like I'd eat the leftovers or I'd give it to the dogs. And then they'd come back a couple hours later, like, we're hungry. And then, you know, we'd make, or Stacy or me would give them a snack or make them a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And it's like, it became like, y'all are fucking with me. You're tricking me. So now I get to the point where I leave the plate there. It could be four hours. If they wake up in the middle of the night, they're going to go eat that cold shit sitting on the table. Problem solved. Yeah. Learning, learning. So I wonder if that's what this kid is doing. He's like, it's like, does anyone have any food? You can have this stuff. I don't yeah, want any of it. Yeah, take this shit. Like, my mom's been sitting on this for days, dude. This dry-ass salt fish. Yeah. Uh, so some people believe that he came over and offered that. And then his example of generosity caused all the other people to share the food that they were holding out on. Everybody was hiding it. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like this whole thing of like, oh, if we all share everything. Oh, like, God. I feel like this is turning into, like, a lot of these people are, like, predisposed to, like, Jewish stereotypes, like the people that have this idea of like <laughs> they had food hidden in their Jew gold pouches <laughs> on their necks. Like I, I was thinking of these scholars as people who were like very focused on the hippie thing. I didn't think of them as having microaggressions. Yeah, and the, like the Jews with their hidden food that they weren't sharing with anyone. And anti-Semitism, yeah, laced in their ideology. <laughs> Wow, I hadn't thought of it There's that way. Yeah, wow, <laughs> wow, that's did not expect that. <laughs> the scholars are like, well, and then everybody brought their food forth that you know they had hidden, so they didn't have to share it with anyone else. It's like, God, dude, what kind of reality do you live in, you pessimistic fuck? <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, we need names now so we can shame them. Yeah, well, I'll find them. <laughs> 
We need. We just need to use con, like fake names, like continuous names, like Rashi or R- Rashi. Yeah. yeah, Rashi was not one of those because he would the, not have the, believed the, in the Jesus. The ninja. Uh, <laughs> the uh, oh, Shia. Yeah. Oh, what is it? There was one of them that came. One of the uh, rabbis that came up for a while. Was it Rashi? No, Rafi. Rashi. Rashi. The, yeah, he sounds like a ninja. Like yeah. it sounds. I don't know why, but it sounds like Japanese to me. Uh, like, there was Oyashi, Japanese prophet. It, it was, yeah, that uh, definitely sounds like Japanese. Yeah, and th- it, this is just basic ass built white boy. Like I don't really know Japanese names. I watch a lot of anime, yeah. which is fucking amazing. But like this names like hit my basic ass white brain like it's <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> There, there are names that you're like. Mm, that sounds like this. I'm talking about like r- stereotyping. They're like, that sounds Japanese. <laughs> that sounds Japanese right there. <laughs> like, damn it. Uh, do you remember Avenue Q? Everyone's a little bit racist. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> like, even these scholars who are just sitting there, like, no, this is truly about sharing and caring, and you're a little racist with it. I, yes, a little racist, <laughs> but in a loving way. Yeah. Yeah. I love those people. What do you mean by those people? Another one, <laughs> terrible transitions here, but just another story was about Jesus walking on the water. And so some people... I remember that story. Yes. <laughs> some people have said that Jesus was on either like the wind and the waves had taken them away from the middle. And so maybe Jesus was on the shore line. And that's when Peter's like, yeah, Peter, get out just of the boat. tricky. Yeah. yeah. He's like right on the shore where it looks like the water meets the land. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Jesus is walking on a wire. I could see that in a circus. Yeah. Or, well. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe I'm it, quoting K- Counting Crows. By the way. <laughs> oh. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. I got. I got. Uh, beer brain right now. No. I'm. I'm living in the the minivan rock world of early '90s music. Anyways, so Jesus is walking on the on the side, and now I think there is a question to that or about that that I think is worth talking about is. If Andrew, Peter, James, and John are all fishermen that are used to being on this lake, you mean to tell me that they are so clueless to realize that they're near, like near the shore? Like they, I know it's a, I know it's a storm. I know it's hard, but you mean to tell me like Jesus got it figured out and they don't? Like Jesus messes with them that way. Also, how did Jesus get in the boat? Like did he, like, like Peter falls in, and then like they're like, do they get onto the ocean and then Jesus pops in? Hmm. Like they, like if they, if they hit a sandbar. I feel like they would have noticed. Yeah, it would be hard to like just step right into the boat like that. Yeah. What kind of boat were they in? Uh, what year model are we talking? The Pluyon. Uh, probably, <laughs> uh, gosh, I'd probably say a 20s, uh, 25, 26. I feel like it'd just be a zero. high boat. I feel like it'd be high off the water to get into it. Maybe uh, not. Maybe the buoyancy keeps it low. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking about this, but there is a boat that was pulled out a couple years ago, like a decade or a decade ago maybe maybe even a couple decades ago but i mean fairly recently for archaeology for finding something that's 2000 years old yeah they found one from around the time of jesus hmm. um i think it's like 20 feet long 20 20 20 feet okay. uh, 25 feet long um not super super deep like this is not something that you would normally sleep in for a long time jesus does sleep on the in the boat on the other stories yeah. when jesus calms down the calms the storm mm-hmm. he's sleeping and that they would have said that there would have been like a, a pad like a pillow yeah at the front of it and so maybe oh, okay. jesus was so they, but there's not like a hold where you go down on the side so this nope. boat might be it might be kind of level with the water where you can yes. like step onto it yeah i, I think Instead of having to climb over the side or something because i was thinking like how you would like pivot to step up into it unless you were staying on something or like you couldn't you know no, no. i myself have never been in the presence of one of these mm-hmm. but from the pictures i've seen it looks like it's 
waist high or lower. Gotcha. Uh, probably like like mid thigh level. And I say that as a five foot nine male. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you need to know my uh, my white. gender. He's white, white too. too. Yeah, let's bring that up. <laughs> just just so you understand my torso to uh, <laughs> leg length ratio. The here. inseam. We're looking the at inseam. the inseam being really able to stretch over a boat. Good. <laughs> a boat I'm, size. I have a weird thirty one inch inseam. You know, like not thirty, not thirty two. I'm somewhere around there. Yeah, we're built both extra medium. <laughs> we are not built different. We are <laughs> we are built like every other male. We're the, I think we are the average height of males. Who uh, I was saying something to uh, one of the guys at work the other day. We were talking about something, and I've said this to a couple of people, like a couple of my black friends. Where I'm like, I'm like, you know, uh, we were talking about something like maybe stereotypes or something like that, and I was like. I I made a comment to me being like extra medium white dude, you know, basic build. Yeah. And he laughed and said something. And I was like, well, yeah. I was like, tell me one white guy, you know, that doesn't have a guitar. And he he just laughed and shook his head. He was like, damn, you got me. I was like, see, see. Yeah. (laughs) Like As I look at my guitars. Oh, (laughs) Oh, I've got one too. I've got, my brother's got one. It's, I think it's a rite of passage. Yeah. (laughs) At Bible college, somebody one time ran the ratio of guitars to male students, and I want to say it was way it it was like two point or like one point four or something. There were more. I remember it coming out to there were more guitars than there were male students at Bible college. <laughs> uh, so another question: We did get a question. Nobody bought you a beer. I'm sorry, you had to do this yourself. Oh, uh, that's fine. I've had plenty. I still loved all of you. In fact, we would rather have questions over beers. But but beers are nice. I'm still waiting for New Belgium to sponsor me with some voodoos. Also, bring back the 1985, you dickheads. Yes. Our question was, what do you think heaven is like? Oh, man. I've thought about this way more than is healthy, probably. <laughs> I've probably thought of it way too less, like little myself. So this is weird for me, because I don't want to sound like... <sighs> Again, playing on stereotypes of like, you know, basic white boy. I'll be honest. I've been through my share of like struggles and shit and like, you know, personal challenges. But right now, like things are, aside from like having too much bullshit to do around the farm Mm -hmm. and buying an old ass house that's falling apart, like things are pretty, I've, I've worked pretty hard in my life the past few years to like simplify my life. So it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's pretty good by my standards. It's okay. It's not pretty, it's not great. Like I'm not rich. I don't have like super amazing things to like boast about or anything, but like I'm content. I've got my house. I got my wife and kids, which they're pretty fucking cool. I'm obsessed with mountain biking. So I've got my drug of choice, my adrenaline fix. Yeah. You know, things are, things are pretty good. So it's like, I think about it sometimes I'm like, cause I could see where like a lot of people, you know, this is going to be a big tangent, but like I, it's, it's so funny. Something that strikes me is like a lot of people, I guess maybe, I don't know if it's my denomination that I grew up in or like just things you see, but it's like, or, or a lot of these hymns, like older hymns, it's like people just like, just like, God, I can't wait to get to heaven. God, I can't wait to like, yeah. fucking this shit is done. Burn this shit to the ground. We want to get the fuck out of here. It's like, but they're not good with assisted suicide. I've noticed yeah, like, yes. like, no, no one should kill themselves. 
but I can't wait till I die. Like, mm. yeah, but it's all like, God, yes, like kill me, kill me. Like, <laughs> yeah. if you want to do this weird translation, it's like, Lord, just kill us, bring us to you, destroy everything, and fucking turn everyone to dust. All the sinners, fuck them, get us out of here. Like, it's just kind of like that's the kind of like synopsis of every song. I've, I've definitely heard people being like, I just can't wait for the Lord to come back. Yeah. Like, it's the, we, yeah. You want this all to end? Like, yeah. The end is near, yeah. <laughs> brother. It's like, bitch, I'm having kind of an okay time. Like, you know, if he chills for a couple weeks, I'm I'm cool with that. Like, I'm, you know, we got, we got we're going to snowshoe here in the summer. Like, we're going to get, get some laps with some beers with the boys. Like, it's... Snowshoe is a ski resort, so in the summer, great for mountain biking. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, man, we got some cool plans coming up this year, which I know that's not everybody's story. Some people have some terrible shit going on and yeah. again like i know I, there's been times in my life there's been some real real terrible shit going on but right now everything's pretty well we're in a good we're in a good season right now so. i mean keep to, to stay with this very dark concept of, of ending of somebody's life mm-hmm. and having so if, here's my thinking is if you have an all-powerful magical amazing god okay and you're having a terrible life and that god could do anything anything that could be imagined god yeah. could do would you rather him kill you or fix your problem in your life? <laughs> and somehow people who have normal lives are landing on let us all die. Yeah. <laughs> or I can't wait. Maybe not let us all die, but come back like in this world. But anyways. Well, so- and that comes back to something weird too, where it's like, that's kind of like the solution now. Like back in the day, you'd like pray and do sacrifices and be like, God fix this. And now it's just like, we just got to wait till the end and get to paradise. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I love how you put that because you're right. When you are stepping back into the um, Tanakh, this is the what the Christians would call the Old Testament. When we get into that section, a lot of the concepts on eternal life or, or afterlife either were not as developed or discussed uh, or they, you have this concept of Sheol, you have an idea of paradise, but the way that it's been discussed in the past within Christianity recently has been is a little bit different. Your prayers and your hoping for God and your what we would call, uh, there's a Christian phrase that's used a lot of treasures in heaven. I think we've talked about it in Matthew of storing up your treasures in heaven. Yeah. Uh, a lot of idea would be that's sort of like investing in the heavenly realm because heaven can help you with things that you can't control. So if you think of, you can control some things. You can control planting seed. You can control when you harvest it. Yeah. What you can't control is the rain, and you can't control the sun mm-hmm. um, and the storm. So you would hopefully have a good relationship with your deity, and you reap blessings that direction. So the eternal life, and I want to say the, uh, plugging another podcast here, the Bible Project does a really cool lesson in talking about the concept of eternal life and the Hebrew mindset. So I do want to point you that direction if you get a chance. Um, if you haven't heard about the Bible Project, they are like us, but way better and a lot less funny. I would say no, no, like no shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no shade, but uh, I, we're just a little bit more lax with all of our thoughts and our tongues. A little more raw. Yeah, they are definitely the more scholarly group uh, out of everybody. So check them out. But we're also pretty fun. Yeah. So, yeah, it's funny that, like, there's so many people you talk to, and I'm building up to the thing of, like, an idea of heaven, but it's, like, again, I don't want to, like, sit here and, like, 
toot my own horn like oh shit is so great in my life that I don't want to go to heaven but it's just like you know it, it it's funny to me one that people are like ready to get the fuck out and especially or, and some of them maybe that's just like standard responses like yeah oh the end is near can't wait to get to paradise blah 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 like how's your walk brother like kind of that kind of shit wait, do you think like nobody believes it but they all have to say it because maybe? they're in the club yeah, maybe they're all... maybe <laughs> well, some people I think like and, and you know obviously there's people on this planet where it's like dude yeah like fucking and things might be better off if you were dead yeah I've, you know what i mean like honestly you wouldn't have to suffer every day so i'm not saying that that, that is the plight of everyone that everybody's yeah you know, yeah that is true i've met some elderly, i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna lie about it like yeah there's I, i've seen some elderly people um in the american church world where i'm like i can see why you're pretty excited about the idea of yeah jesus and seeing and not not doing this anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go into it. it again, like personal shit on the, or I'm going to a lot of personal shit, but like there's, I'm not going to go into the dark the, times yes. that I've seen on the, on this podcast, but like, yeah. So anyway, so my idea of heaven is like, dude, what if it's like, so uh, again, growing up, one of the things was like, cause I would ask as a kid, like what's, what's heaven going to be like? What's yeah. it going to be like? And I remember some, one time this sticks out to me. I can't remember who said it, but they're like, when you when we get to heaven, we're all just going to be brothers and sisters, and like you're not going to remember like the pain or the good things or like it. You'll just be like it'll be like kind of reset, and you'll just know God, and you'll just want to worship Him and like praise Him, and it'll be paradise. And I'm sitting there thinking like that sounds like the fucking lamest cult ever, like <laughs> the shittiest version. I'm not saying socialism is bad, but this is like the shittiest, least fun, like socialist thing ever where it's like we're all the same we're all in the same place we're all like we don't remember each other it's like no fuck that i want to know who my wife is there like oh I, yeah I wanna, like you, like if we get to heaven what i want to do is be able to like freaking bang my wife and not have to like wait hours before i'm like ready to go again or like yeah freaking be able to slam a bunch of beers with the boys maybe sing a couple hymns instead of fucking like you know, some dirty rap songs. Maybe that's the trade off. And then we feel great in the morning. Like, or, you know, get to go rip a mountain bike trail when I headbutt a tree. It doesn't split my skull open. It just like, I bounce off and keep going. Like, there's heaven. Like, I don't want this fucking like homogenous fucking, like, I mean, I'm cool with praising God. Like, we yeah. go to church and he's the one leading the worship service. I might actually sing at that point, you know, but like, it sounds fucking lame, bro. Like, I love the idea of you, you being called the sound team again. Like somehow you end up on the sound team roster. Uh, All right, God, you got me. I'll do it again. Okay, okay. one time. As long as you can do a mountain biking before and after. But then that was just one interpretation of like somebody when I was a kid at my church. I don't think it was the pastor. I don't know who it was. But then I've heard other things of like, you know, it'll be ultimate paradise. And it's like, well, you know, if we're creating God's image and everyone's reality an idea of paradise is different. Does that mean it'll kind of mold itself to everyone's version? Like some people will have a mansion and yeah. some people will have the perfect camper van build. Oh yeah. Does it mean like no hashtag nook van company? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. They're awesome. Check them out. But yeah, like what is it? Does it mean like, is it like, if you think of like a more like, is it a perception thing where mm, you will be okay. in your paradise but everything will be, there was no more pain and suffering, you know. Like Matrix style, we plugged into your own Yeah, kind of like that. Like you're That's... with God and you're with everyone. Because I don't want to forget my best friends when I get up there. I want to be mm. with my best friends. I want to be with my wife. I don't want to like, 
you know, oh yeah, that'd be cool. It's like, oh hey, in heaven you can just bang everybody, like no repercussions. Everybody's bros. It's like, no, like I want to be with my wife who I think is my soulmate. Like that would yeah. be my idea of paradise. Like it'd be my idea of paradise to like all my best friends. I remember them, and they have their fucking best case scenario going. That yeah. would be my idea. And then it's like maybe like it Sundays we go and we worship in this big like the new temple and like gods of the or like or maybe every day at five o'clock we all have dinner together and gods at the head yeah. of the table something like that you know but because it, it is weird how it's like i mean you can tell me better than this because this is something me and you haven't discussed a whole lot like no is, is there a kind of description of what because isn't it all just like oh it'll be the world will be remade it'll be paradise it'll be like I, so much of our concepts on heaven and hell is based on literature yeah and fan fiction yeah, yeah. Just we don't really have that much information. So I'd speculate with everybody else. I am so fascinated with the here and now mm-hmm. that I don't often think about what heaven would be like. Yeah. I like the the plug in into the matrix thing. Yeah. The reason I like that is not just selfishly because I like here's what I'd you know, I'd like to live an adventurous life or something like that that I I'd like to not live an adventurous life. I'd like to experience the things that I loved here and experience things that I might not get a chance to do. Yeah. We only have so many years on this planet It is a common thing I think about. So that really drives me to look for a lot of great experiences as well as being more intentional about how I spend and invest my time. Mm-hmm. Um, because so you guys know that I'm, I'm a huge nerd and I love learning things like languages and learning about things because that serves me in later on being able to invest myself into other things. So that means I have to make a trade off of time. But if suddenly my quote unquote bank account of time is infinite, I look forward to that idea. Yeah. I would be, yeah, it'd be really cool. Also that the plug into the matrix thing, I wonder about all the people that have not had the life, the wonderful life I've had. Yeah. Those who, who have, whose lives were cut short or gave themselves up for whatever reason for other individuals Mm -hmm. who sacrificed themselves and do they get to experience things or do they get thrown into what you described as a socialist nightmare? Like the worst, worst case scenario, socialism, which by the way, again, like Chris already said this, but just to reiterate, we're not against socialism. We're not not making a political statement. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Heaven is worst case socialism and hell is worst case capitalism (laughs) would probably be a good way of saying Mm -hmm. this. Yeah. I wonder too about, uh, I I don't know. I was just saying like for me, I don't know. And when I started going to church in high school, we talked a little bit about it, but it was really in large concepts of it will be a place where just being there will be better than any high you could get from another drug, which sounds so youth groupy. That's probably the most youth groupy thing I've ever heard. <laughs> There'll be a lot of pizza parties. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Once again, we're back to hell. Lock-ins. Lock-ins. Just <laughs> the eternal lock-in. Like all the youth ministers are PTSD in the corner. Uh, I don't think I ever... I think I went to one lock-in at somebody else. Our church never did them. I went to a few. I snuck out of a few and got into trouble. Right. Well, that's so that's usually the opposite of what was supposed to happen. Which is usually what always happens. Yeah. You think why do you keep trying the thing? If you if you're like, here's what a lo- ha- let's do a lock in. Here's what's going to happen. This has happened every time we've done a lock in. Do you want to do another one? Yeah. I think it'll this, be different. It'll this be time. different. <laughs> we have more chaperones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, uh, should, we just have to have like one to one chaperone to teen ratio. The only way you're gonna be able to pull that off. So here's another one, another okay. like a viewer wrench in the works. So I think too about, you know, going back to the concept of like the uh, weird utopia. Yeah. Um, so I wonder about like in paradise or in heaven 
and consciousness and free will. Mm. So if you think about like the Garden of Eden shit where it's like everything's perfect, but then they ate that fucking apple. So now they know the difference between good and evil. And now they know all this stuff. And if we're created in God's image, if we go to paradise, does that flip that back? Where like, hey, I'm going to take good and evil away from you so you don't understand that anymore. So you don't understand them con- those concepts. So your consciousness is a little bit altered now. Just so you don't know, like little easy memory wipers, which I don't know that that would necessarily be a good thing. Not that I'm perfect, not that my consciousness is perfect, but will I remember me? Will I remember who I am? Like, wait, if I'm made in God's image and I have my own individuality, how does that work? Do I just assimilate once I go back to heaven? Or do I get to be me, but I made it there and I get to worship at his throne? Which way is it? Isn't that weird? I'm imagining that, like, again, this very fictitious, uh, fictitious in, like, these concepts that we have in the West that have come up with Peter, St. Peter, the pearly gates. Yeah. And these gates open up like Peter's there. He puts on these sunglasses and he's like men in black. Oh yeah. Flashes your brain. And uh, wipes you. And then you go in. Yeah. It's like, sweet. And you know, what you're saying, I can think of examples. And like I said, this is all sort of fiction based off of pieces of scripture that we're putting together. An illustration I once heard about theology is systematic theology is taking scriptures that are stars and concepts that are that are um, lines and making constellations. Mm-hmm. So one of the verses talks about there will be no marriage in heaven. Mm-hmm. So when when the Sadducees asked Jesus about a question about there's a woman that had married multiple men, and so the question was when they die and go and they or the way they put it is when he, they are resurrected, uh, whose wife if she's married to all these men will she be one wife shared between these men? We're going to get into that further. Some of you who know the story of like, wait, that's there's more to that. There is. But for this concept of when Jesus says there will be no marriage in heaven, mm-hmm. does that mean your wife becomes just another drone that's walking around? Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing I, I struggle with is when people talk about the idea of when you get to heaven, there will be no more like sin or, or things like this. So I can understand the benefit to somebody who, who's had horrible experiences or themselves have done horrible things and have felt immense guilt and shame and are carrying that, to be able to get to heaven and to forget about it as if it never happened. That would be a a huge blessing. That would be paradise. Yeah, to forget about that. But how can you do that with... But are you going to maintain only the positive story? Like, your memory going to be like selectively, selective lobotomy going on here? Dude, heaven, to think about heaven is kind of a mind fuck for me. And I'll be honest, like thinking about heaven or thinking about the reward at the end, I, I would say that's the most, if anything, if any concept were ever to like push me away from Christianity, it would probably be the concept, like the thought of like the afterlife, <laughs> which is weird because you think that's like what draws you in. Like we want this paradise. We want this paradise. But that's like the scariest thing for me is like, yeah, I would almost feel more comfort just in me, in my simplicity of me being like simple little like speck of dirt on planet Earth. Like if you die and that's the end mm-hmm. would almost be more comforting to me than the unknown of what could it be? What could I be missing? What do I not know? You know, it, it's almost yeah. like I don't believe it. Like or I don't or I'm I don't trust whatever's. Cause it, you know, you I, know, this, I, I this wish is, I was brainwashed enough to be like, yes, it's going to be perfect. It's going to be paradise. But it's the fear of like getting there and not knowing myself or not, or not remembering myself or like, not that I'm amazing, but just like my individuality being gone or what I have being gone. Like, this is what I love about this idea. <laughs> we talked about my struggle with the idea of Peter lacking faith when he gets out of the boat. Mm-hmm. We talked about that uh, last episode. And I think there's some 
if there's a Venn diagram, there's a little bit of overlap here. Yeah. Because you're saying if I don't mentally ascend to the concept of an afterlife and eternity with God, mm-hmm. I would feel more comfortable. Isn't that weird? So does that make you less faithful because you don't mentally ascend and manifest or internally think about this? Mm-hmm. I would say I would, and like this is my, my guess is maybe not. That would be nice. But you were asking me my thoughts on, on it. I have a hard time because I told you I like this idea. I don't think it's necessarily biblical, but how many other aspects of heaven talk or any heaven that we've seen on TV or movies is biblical. It's like, it's got a few pieces of the stars and then the rest of it's all lines fleshed out to make a constellation. We, we have very little to go on. I don't lose sleep over it. I just don't know much about it. And I'm so focused on the here and now. If, if I have only so much time and energy to spend on contemplating the Bible, I'm, more interested in, in the ways that the Bible is encouraging me to live my life now and how I treat other human beings. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't treat human beings as well as I should. And that's probably a bigger Did a, uh, I could go, yeah. focus on. So why am I worried about getting a salary when I'm doing the job so poorly? That's, that's, <laughs> that's actually a really good way to put it. Yeah, so I, I probably don't think about it that much. In high school, I was asked this question. Um, and I remember thinking in high school, just going, I think they're going to be more colors. That was the only thing, <laughs> the only guess yeah. is that, uh, what's the name of the shrimp? You, I feel like you would know this, the shrimp that has like multiple cones in its eyes. Uh, Anyways. yeah, I know what you're talking about. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you, yeah, but there, yeah, there's a shrimp that I think can see like seven times as many colors as we can or something like that. So I think that would be really cool. Just that's my guess. I have no idea. All right. I think for in order to get in trouble with the law, like it has to be like you have to be doing it within the presence of the law. So I'm gonna bust myself out here. Not the law is in like God, but the law is in like the state of Virginia <laughs> and the federal government. All right. But um so I something weird. This is like a third thing I've thought. I have been known to dabble in hallucinogens. Yes. Mushrooms, acid. I've probably mentioned this on the podcast before, so <laughs> I probably don't need to put the disclaimer out there. But when you're on mushrooms, both, but more so mushrooms, you kind of get this thing where it's like, I always like to call them mind benders or like, uh, what was it me and Josh used to call them? But it feels like you step outside of your body, not in like a weird like you're standing there looking at yourself way, but like it's like your normal thought process kind of melts. You're still you, mm-hmm. but you're more open to reality and the world around you. You're more infantile in the way you approach things, but you have your consciousness with you. So it's like... You become like an outside observer of your own consciousness? Yes. Like kind of like things that you th- thought were concrete of like well, this is the way reality is, and this is the way it is. And I'll say, it's not like you think you can fly or anything like that, but you're not so steadfast to simple um, judgments or value, or I don't want to say values, but like judgments or your perception of things are, are broad. And you're, you're kind of open to accepting things. And also the entire time you're doing it, you feel just euphoric of like a, a float, kind of a lightness about yourself. If you look in the mirror, you can kind of get lost in your own eyes of just, wow, look at this thing, this reality that we're in right now. I wonder sometimes, too, if like maybe, and this is going full hippie of like, you know, God 
I put everything on this planet. Like man yeah. has dominion over everything. And I almost feel like those are like, like if there's a gateway where you feel like you're in this other plane or maybe heaven or something like that, mm-hmm. it would be on these hallucinogens and, and that can go either direction. It can go real bad or it can go really good. Like thankfully yeah. mine have all been really good because I've been in a good place when I went into them, but you kind of feel like this, you're yourself but you're different. You're outside of yourself. You're outside of your regular thought process or train of thought. It's like drunk where you're sloppy, but because you're aware, you're very, I feel like I could sit and read an entire book while I'm on mushrooms, but I would have a better time because my mind would like not immediately like nail down this picture in my mind's eye of what that scene is, but it would kind of be more creative. Like everything, colors look brighter. Like someone talking to you, their voice sounds amazing. Everything it's more beautiful than it is regularly because your hmm. brain. I, I, so the maybe that's a little piece of heaven. Maybe mushrooms are a little slice of heaven, <laughs> you know, or like a little like peek into what could be, oh, uh, what our brain could be, or what our consciousness would be in yeah. a realm of like paradise. Could be, could be. <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. Actually, your guess might be better than mine because you've had more experience to compare and contrast. <laughs> Not that you've been to heaven, I don't think. But I haven't had a real bad wreck yet. Yeah, so you are the closest to heaven and to drug use out of the two of us. I've I've tried some dangerous stuff, uh, but not on, not on a regular basis. Like, yeah. I feel like I, I do very rare, extremely dangerous things. I've seen a few of them, climbing related things. Hiking yeah, related things. hiking, climbing, socially. <laughs> you're, like, you're like socially. How could you get in trouble? I've yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's fascinating. Yeah, it, it's really weird, man. I mean, I, yeah, I really have no idea what <laughs> heaven will be like. What I am doing is where I can't mentally ascend to the concept that this, like you said, this socialist hell sort of situation of how awful, like of of I say awful, as in like the forever just singing, having no personality, no individualism, yeah. where I might not be on board with that, and fortunately, that's. Oh, I'm definitely not on board with that. That's yeah. something I've heard, but that can't be. No one thinks that's paradise, dude. Whoever told me that, nah, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> it can't be. I will say, whatever it is, I do think that I personally trust our Judeo-Christian deity. This is Chris and I are, are both believers. Um, I would say I trust that deity well enough to where I think that that deity wants something good for us. And I would like to do whatever it is to get there. Now, if I get there and he's like, this is what it is. It's like, we're just singing hymns, like just hymns. What about other music? No, there are no other music. Only hymns. hymns. Only hymns. For how long? Eternity. I'd be like, what other options are there? I'm going to rip that chord and drop. (laughs) I didn't get that notebook full of souls in high school for nothing. I was going after real estate. Oh, yeah. I'd walk around school when I was like a weirdo. Like junior, senior, or probably sophomore, junior year, and I'd be like, "Hey, man, <laughs> like, write your name in the notebook and like sell me your soul so I can get some good real estate in hell." And all my friends thought we were joking. Well, I was oh. joking, but they signed it. <laughs> That's awesome. This is a sheet with like twenty names on it somewhere. Nice, nice, nice. Pyramid totally scheme. About that. All right, everybody. Now I have a Bible podcast. <laughs> Funny how the tables have turned. So anyway, all you guys just sign up for my personal email list to use your first, last name, blood type. Um, actually, sign in blood. And, sign um, in blood, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just mail it in. Cool. The address is 666. Uh, oh, oh, wait, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> A little flashback there.
All right, everyone. Thank you <laughs> very much. We don't need your soul for Chris. I mean, he might take it. It's still up there. But beer's all, always appreciated. <laughs> yes. So buy Chris a beer, ask us a question, and we will do no research, but we will talk about our experiences and our thoughts, and we'll go from there. Thank you guys again. You guys are awesome. Find us on Instagram at, at Beer and Bible Show. Spotify. I keep plugging that because that's the easy way to look us up. Yes. We're still on Spotify. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, check us out. Drop us a line, and we'll catch you guys next time.